With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. You're listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. Welcome back. We wrap up the show here on Bird Out Sports Radio, AM 590, ESPN Omaha, ESPN Tri-Cities, and KFOR in Lincoln. A reminder, if you're listening to us, if you're about to get in your car to get to work, remember, using your seatbelt saves lives and prevents injuries, but only if it is worn properly. Make it click. This message from the OBRQ Highway Safety Office. Joining, joining us now on the Warhorse Sportsbook Hotline is Rohan Chakravarti. He covers the San Francisco 49ers for Niners Nation. Rohan, how are you this morning? Hey, glad to be here. Appreciate you guys having me. Yeah, absolutely, Rohan. We are glad you could join us because we are starting to get a little rolling on our Super Bowl coverage this week. I'm randomly a very large 49ers fan here in Omaha, Nebraska, so it's a big week for me, I'm curious from what you've seen this year, what is your, because I always, you know, I always focus on the negative. That's just, you know, how fans are sometimes. Mm-hmm. How, what is your biggest concern with this Super Bowl matchup for the 49ers against the Chiefs? I think, I mean, it might sound cliche, but when you're going up against the Kansas City Chiefs, you have to account for the greatest player in today's game, which is Patrick Mahomes. I think going going up against Mahomes... I think it's going to be the biggest challenge for the San Francisco 49ers just because of the way that he's able to manage the game. A lot of people like to negatively use the the word game manager, but Mahomes does it to an effect where he's consistently able to produce wins for his team. And so 
with the way the 49ers have played in the playoffs, it's been good in the way that they've come back, but it's been bad in the way that they've started both games. I think the 49ers need a strong start, and that would probably be my biggest concern because you want to effectively put the game out of Mahomes' hands, kind of create a good gap between the 49ers and Patrick Mahomes' ability to come back. I think that if you can, if you allow Patrick Mahomes to kind of remain in the game, his game manager skills are going to allow the Chiefs to potentially come on top and win yet another Super Bowl. Rohan, I thought you were going to say Christian McCaffrey, not Patrick Mahomes. I mean, <laughs> come on. Like that, that's who we're talking about in this game, right? I'm still an advocate on him to win the MVP, but uh, I can't, I can't uh, guarantee anything anymore because of that quarterback award. But I will say uh, you made a good point of starting fast. And, you know, my question for you uh, is this. What's different outside of, you know, what you want to see is starting fast. What's different this time for the 49ers from their appearance four years ago against the Chiefs? What makes you believe this team is set up better than that one? Yeah, I think a lot is different. I mean, first of all, if you look at the two rosters, 15 of San Francisco's 22 starters have changed. For Kansas City, the number jumps all the way to 19. The only three holdovers as starters from that team are Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and Chris Jones. I mean, you you do have contributors like Miko Hardman, you know, uh, and different guys who are who are on that team as well. But there's a ton of turnover, and I think the difference is the 49ers have con- uh, consistently been able to build a roster around a quarterback on a rookie contract. I think that's kind of been their key to last year, especially this past season, which has allowed them to bring in even more contributors, guys like defensive tackle Javon Hargrave, and continue to you know build their team around Brock Purdy who obviously is on one of the cheapest contracts in the NFL as a seventh-round pick. Meanwhile, the Chiefs have kind of had to adjust, understanding Patrick Mahomes is on a you know max-level contract at the quarterback position. And so that's kind of diminished some of their talent at different areas while also having them kind of being forced to draft very well, which they've done to their credit. And so to me, I think the difference is, number one, the 49ers' offense is more explosive with Brock Purdy and Christian McCaffrey at the helm. You have players like Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, George Kittle, and McCaffrey who are all, you know, either weren't on the team before or are much more developed at this point in their career. And so I think when you combine the way that the 49ers offense is now built on top of the additional talent that they've kind of added, players like Trent Williams, players like Charvarius Ward, like I mentioned, Javon Hargrave, and now Nick Bosa, who was a rookie back in 2019, that uh, the year the 49ers went to a Super Bowl, to a you know an, uh, a defensive player of the year candidate. I think there's a lot more talent the 49ers have infused within their roster. While the Chiefs, they have talent, I think that they've also though had to account for some of their salary issues as well. We're talking with Rohan Chakravarthy from Niners Nation, previewing the San Francisco 49ers side of the Super Bowl. Uh, Rohan, you know, I started on the negative side. Let's flip it to the positive. Where's a place that you think the 49ers can exploit Kansas City? Because even as good as that 49ers offense is and can be, they are going up against the strength of the Chiefs, which is their defense this year, which is weird to think about. But where's a place you think the 49ers can maybe make a little hay? Kyle Shanahan's favorite thing to do is try and take advantage of opposing linebackers. And I think that that's something he might look to do against the Kansas City Chiefs. 
they have a great defensive coordinator in Steve Spagnolo who's able to design, you know, coverages that confuse opposing quarterbacks while also sending blitzes that kind of try and make opposing quarterbacks get off their games. But Kyle Shanahan, I think he's going to look to try and take advantage of the, the matchups that the 49ers kind of are more favored in. You look at the linebackers, the 49ers obviously lining up with Christian McCaffrey, one of the best receiving backs, if not the best in the NFL. You've got George Kittle as well. I think you're going to try and create actions with your base personnel to try and combat the Chiefs' base personnel, potentially throwing a little more on earlier downs with heavier personnel so that you can kind of create some of those mismatches in the air with um, you know, your, your top playmakers against the Chiefs linebackers. That's kind of the main matchup that I'm trying to, uh, I'm looking for Kyle Shanahan to exploit in this one because the Chiefs are pretty sound across the board. You've got a good cover corner in Nelgerius Sneed. You've got other good players across the board, Trent McDuffie in there, Justin Reed in there. And so I'm interested to see how Kyle Shanahan uses the run game, but also uses running backs in the passing game as well as tight ends against those linebackers. Rohan, what's kind of stood out to you this Super Bowl week so far? Uh, because we know the 49ers were unhappy with practice field conditions. Uh, players have interviewed. Um, and, and, you know, I, I, I'm curious to know what has kind of caught your attention this week from the 49ers perspective. Of course, the, the playing field narrative was the big story yesterday with the 49ers not getting the, the you know their practice fields to their, uh, I guess, to their liking. But overall, I think the number one thing is when you look at this 49ers team versus the last one, I think a quote from Andy Reid yesterday sums it up. He said how the 49ers are favorites, you know, on the uh, in betting books, essentially, which kind of creates a different narrative from the last time around because the last time around the 49ers you know they were the newcomers they were coming off a 4 and 12 season back in 2018 flipped it to a 13 and 3 season in 2019 and going up against Patrick Mahomes who had just reached the uh, the conference championship the year ago and so i think there was a different narrative around the 49ers last time around whereas this time they're an experienced team you know, and funny enough, they're the favorites in the Super Bowl against Patrick Mahomes um, across many books. And so I think that while I don't think the 49ers are necessarily taking the mentality that they're the favorites, the aura around the team, given the talent that they have, is different this time around than last time around with a more experienced team, a more experienced coaching staff, and this, uh, different elements like that. Rohan, we got a couple minutes left here with you. Uh, who do you think has more on the line in terms of how they're viewed in this game? Is it Kyle Shanahan, who's lost the last Super Bowl, has the kind of meltdown as the offensive coordinator with the Falcons, or Brock Purdy trying to garner that respect of not just being kind of a system quarterback who's got all the weapons in the world? Which of those two guys do you think has more at stake in how they're viewed? I think both have a good amount at stake, obviously, trying to cement their respective legacies, not only in 49ers franchise history, but also in NFL history with the way that both careers have gone so far. But I will have to go with Kyle Shanahan. Shanahan's a guy who has been, you know, respected as a top coach in the NFL. But the one hump that Shanahan has yet to kind of accomplish has been that Super Bowl, whereas some of the top coaches in the NFL 
that's where some people might distinguish Shanahan from the rest of the bunch, guys like Andy Reid, Bill Belichick, Mike Tomlin, and even Shanahan's own, you know, his close friend and own counterpart, Sean McVay, who won a Super Bowl back in 2021 with the Los Angeles Rams. And so I think Shanahan, especially given his history, 0-2 in the Super Bowl, one with the Atlanta Falcons as the offensive coordinator, the other time against the Kansas City Chiefs, but with the way that the 49ers not only had the path to go to the Super Bowl this year with windows, you know, you don't know how long they're going to last and Shanahan having the amount of playoff success and regular season success as he's had in the last few years. I think this is the year where Shanahan has to cement his legacy kind of as that elite head coach for the 49ers. Do I think his job is maybe in balance? No, but I think that this is kind of a make or break year for Shanahan, given how good the team that he's compiled, you know, how good the team is around him, around his quarterback and things like that. As for Brock Purdy, I think he's still got some things to prove. I think that the, you know, the Super Bowl cements his legacy in 49ers history, cements his legacy as one of the greatest underdog stories in the NFL. However, Brock Purdy, he's only in his second year. If Brock Purdy doesn't reach the Super Bowl this year, it's not a big deal. It's his second conference championship in two years as a starter. You expect him to grow, and he still has a couple of years left on his rookie contract to where the 49ers likely won't move on from him during that time. So to me, I think the pressure is much more on Kyle Shanahan than Brock Purdy. That's Rohan Chakravarthy from Niners Nation. Rohan, thanks so much for joining us, and hopefully we can catch up after a 49ers win. Appreciate you guys' time, and have a great rest of your day. That's Thanks, Ro- man. That's Rohan Chakravarthy from Niners Nation, and that's our show for the day here on Herd at Sports Radio. For Andrew Rogers, I'm Robbie Lula. We will see you again tomorrow. <laughs>